You're listening to Hey Pal, What's New with John, Alex, and Greg. Hey Pal, What's New is a GBR production. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and all other social media platforms. Hey Pal, What's New can be found on Spotify, Twitch, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google, Podbean, Pandora, and all your other favorite podcast locations. Warning, Hey Pal, What's New contains explicit content. John, Alex, and Greg are a pair of vulgar Gen Xers. If you are easily offended, please... Stop listening and go download a nice tame podcast like the Goop Podcast. You have been warned. Ah, oh, good for you. Good for you. Gentlemen, and all the ships at sea. Elvis has left the building. Hey, what's going on? Hey, Balance Wins. Hey, Pal, what's new, everybody? I'm Greg, and there's my uh, head role life mate over there, John Alex. Mm-hmm. We made it. We made it to the end of this day. Long day. Oh, my God. Yeah. The longest day. But the longest day. Hey, man. At least I'm, you know, Whoa. still above ground. It's all good. So anyway, welcome. It's Friday night. We're at the GBR studios today. Um, yeah, yeah, it's been crazy. Back in the pack. Back in the pack, man. Back in the hamlet, as they call it. Um, yeah, it's been a crazy time. So, uh, I, you know, like we do every time we do this. Sorry, I'm a little out of it. But, uh, hey, pal, what's new with you, sir? Well, you know, I, I got a thing and I got another thing. and yeah. I just got some bad news. What, what, what's the bad news? I didn't get that part on the show. Oh, that's right. They're, they're filming the the Walking Dead show in New York, and they like reached out to me like, hey, are you available to film these like 10 days? And I was like, I'll fucking yes. <laughs> yes, to all of them. And they I said still to, said no. I said to Kate, I was like, I know it would require like some finagling of our schedules, but it's the fucking Walking Dead. And she's like, oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't. Even, I, I totally forgot that Isle of the Dead is filming in New York because well, it's a New York show. Usually it's like, okay, we're filming in... Uh, we're, Atlanta, in sh- Georgia. Yeah, exactly. Where it's like, oh, yeah, we're going to be... A, it's a show about New York City and they're doing it in freaking Vancouver. Um, yeah. But- well, they... Um, fuck you. Da, da, da. They're also filming, I think I told you this, the Fallout video game. They're filming the TV series that around here to, in Brooklyn. Oh, okay. And at Indian Point. Really? Well, that's supposed to be like the decommissioned, burnt out nuclear power plant that they're filming at. Like, uh, we'll talk about a back in the day story, if you may, if you might hit it. Back in the days when I was God damn it, we're old. I don't know if I've ever told this story before, but uh, I figured it was a good time since we were talking about language. Um, there was a time where my two daughters were younger. They were Violet was probably around three or four, and so Violet, uh, Zoe was about six years old, right? So what I used to do is I used to go and drive down to the bottom of our driveway because we had a really steep driveway and park at the bottom and wait for the bus to come. Okay. So one time we're in there, and Violet, for some reason, was just complaining or whining about something. Never. And Oh, yes, we do have a guest here today. Ladies and gentlemen, my daughter, Violet, which we'll get back to her story later. 
But uh, <laughs> she laying on a couch. Yeah, she's recovering from uh, some some tooth pulling. Man, it was a, a, my week has been adventurous. So just to to make a long story longer, we're down at the bottom of the hill waiting for the bus to come, and Violet's complaining about something, and Zoe just turns around, six years old, and says, "Violet, stop being such a pussy." <laughs> and I just turned around and went, wait, what did you just say? And she had no idea what she said. She was like, I, I, I said, you just called your sister a vagina. Did you realize that? And she goes, I, I thought it was just meant that somebody was whining and complaining. And I was like, well, and, you know, with me, with language, I'm not a big, I, I, I let things fly all the time. I said, you know, I'm not going to get mad at you because you said it in the right context. But, you know, time and a place, kid. Time yeah, and a place. seriously. <laughs> So, yeah, that just reminded me. I call my sister about. a P word at the bus stop. Yeah, yeah, it was interesting. Why would you do that? Because she was being one. I was like, well, you used it in the right context. She was being a, you know, but. <laughs> a but? I think, I think you're on the wrong end of that one. Yeah, seriously. But, uh, yeah, so no Isle of the Dead, huh? Yeah, I mean, other than that, I don't have much going on in my life these days, you know. Yeah, I hear you. Well, for me, the. The past week, uh, the past two weeks, uh, another week coming up is going to be crazy. Um, yeah, just a lot of gigs. We played a gig last night at Memorial Field. It went really well. It was oh. good. Uh, we played till dark and uh, uh, lots of old people in lawn chairs, but uh, a good time was had by all. Not my wife's boss. They were away. Oh, too bad. Good. That's all right. But I have another gig tomorrow, so you know, uh, I'll be joyous. Another Jimmy Needs a New Leg show. No, no, this one's an actual... Oh, cash in the pocket. I was at Alto Music today picking up a new chord. Yeah. And the number of like things on that board, like guitars looking for the rest of the band. Yeah. Drummer, I was like, you know, if you all just looked at each other's flyers, you could probably make a band. Yeah. Well, when I started my band, uh, my original music band, I used a site called Band Mix, mm. uh, which I used to call it Tindering for Bandmates. Yeah. Because you're like, I need a guitarist. I need this and this. And you flip through. And, and that's how I found Helene. Huh. Um, through, uh, I think it was, was it band mix? I don't know. It was one of those sites. Um, but yeah, yeah, there's, this one's out Just there. Just the, oh, cover band. We do a lot of shows must be available to play and practice at least once a week. Yeah. Well, do you remember that one flyer that was going around that, uh, it was a tribute band for Def Leppard and they were looking for a one-armed drummer. No. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah, awesome. They literally put it on the flyer and said, one-armed drummer needed. <laughs> like, Okay. Yeah. Can, or how about can you play the drums with one arm and you just keep your arm inside the shirt? Yeah, you could do that old gag. You I don't know. know. Who knows? Weird. Yeah, but this week has just been crazy. Like I said, I just been gigging, uh, working. Uh, my poor daughter had to get her teeth pulled today, which oh. uh, it's nothing weirder than seeing your fourteen year old daughter stoned. <laughs> she was loopy, but I'll, uh, I'll take your word for that. She did. My awesome. kids are just naturally fucking loopy. Yeah, exactly. So I, I was walking her out of the place. Um, as you stumble, it felt like I was walking with Walter again. Oh God, <laughs> a very small Walter. Um, but the nurses came in and they were looking at me, and I was like, "Yeah, I've been there. Uh, oh. Don't do drugs, kids." <laughs> um, but other than that, yeah, it was just been uh, craziness, man. So uh, yeah, we're here for another week of delicious goodness, pop culture news. Greg's gonna try to figure out what he watched today or what he listened to today. Wow. Um, but I know that maybe my it'll boy, hit you while I'm going through my shit. Well, I was just gonna say, I'm sure that once my boy hits me with some news, do, it do, might do, it might do, spark do, something do. in the loins. Oh yeah, well.
John, you got any news? Mm-hmm. I, I, I do have a little bit of news. Not a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just get this out of the way. Yes. What's new with Ezra Miller? <laughs> so apparently Ezra has come out and apologized for their extremely odd, and I put odd in quotes because mm. that's how it was described, odd behavior and is seeking treatment for, quote, a variety of <laughs> mental health issues. A cornucopia of sorts. You could say things. that again. Variety's putting it mild. Mm, apologize. Waddle doodle. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm so sorry I did that. I yeah. <laughs> Look, I, I mean, I don't mean to get super serious here, but, you know. Heaven forbid. <laughs> God forbid, you know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm happy. You know, I, I did post it on our Facebook page that I am happy that they yeah. are getting the help that they need. Um, Got to be happy when anybody gets the mental health they need. Yeah, because, look, everybody, myself personally, I've been through uh, a struggle with addiction half my life. Uh, I've done some stuff in my past that I'm not too proud of. But you know what? I'm not on TV, and I'm not. That's right. You know, TMZ. So, you know, people go through this stuff all the time, and you know, recovery and all that stuff is not easy. Well, man. that that's where I understand Manny not wanting to like. We've talked about this, but he doesn't want to be like TV movie famous. No. He wants to do voice work, and he's like, "Cause your fucking whole life just goes away. Mm-hmm. You know, you have no privacy." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." And I was reading a thing today, and I was like, "I get it," because the guy who played McLovin. Yes. After all these years, he's like, could people stop yelling out at McLovin whenever yeah. they see me? It's a blessing and a curse because yeah. you're, you're, you're typecast almost. Uh, and, and that's it, what made his career. Yeah. And, you know, we all go through stupid stuff. We always say, thank God they didn't have technology like this when we were oh, kids. Oh, boy. You know, because we would have just been uh, thrown under the coals. Um, thank God I never went through a big hair phase. Yeah, well, it's, uh, I did. <laughs> or a, I didn't go through a mullet phase either. So you no, did. I didn't do the mullet. You I know, did have the I did have the long hair, and I did have some interesting haircuts. Did you have the rat tail? No. Oh yeah, not no, rat tail. No, didn't do a rat tail. I I did avoid a lot of bad. I tried haircuts. to. I don't know if you remember when I tried to dye my hair like freaking platinum blonde at one point my parents freaked out my mom took me to the freaking salon and like had them re-dye it and it went from being like blonde to being like literally orange like johnny rotten orange (laughs) i was like this is amazing thanks mom just like that old brady bunch episode where greg brady turns his hair orange that's right yeah when it's time to change um yeah i mean as far as with edra uh i just wanted to update yeah no no (laughs) we've been doing the weekly updates and it, it's been an, it's been nice, like yeah, a steady stream of information. Yeah, oh, it's constantly. I mean, we goof about it and we talk about the Ezra Miller bingo card and where in the world is Ezra Miller? We where get it. In uh, the world is, is Ezra Miller. <laughs> Reminds me of that uh, that old Saturday Night Live thing when they did um, uh, the you know the, the the weekend update, and it was like number one on the uh, charts today, better than Ezra. Number two. Ezra. <laughs> so I always think of that. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I hope that whatever he's going through, he does get the help. I mean, because we all like to goof. But in the end, like, I know personally, I'm thank God my stuff isn't out there. You know, I've done, you know, we've all done some weird stuff, man. And uh, but the only difference is this guy's in the public eye and he has a $200 million movie out. I mean, that's kind of, you know, I, you know. The worst thing I ever did. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. They. 
I, I tried. I know. In the beginning. Sorry, kids. I'm, I'm old. Um, so I hope that they get the help that they need. I don't know if you watched uh, Sandman. Not yet. I tried so, to get Violet over here from the couch to watch the Sandman with me. We watched the trailer. Damn it, we woman. Waiting, and uh, she was not interested. It looks too confusing. It's good. It's so good. Well, they they just dropped two more episodes. It's like a two part episode addition to it. Called I heard about that. A Dream of a Thousand Cats and Calliope. Okay. I haven't watched them yet. Uh, I think Manny was watching them today. So, other news: uh, the Sandman the- is actually the biggest streaming show on the planet. Really? I see. Yep. I'm so it surprised. Broke every fucking record, dude. I mean, I'm gonna. I I keep saying every week that I'm gonna watch it. I mean, I'm hopefully. When I'm recovering from the gig tomorrow and the week that I had, maybe I'll just sit here and binge watch it. Um, and, you know, like I said, I know of the comics and, and we've spoke about it ad nauseum, but, like, I'm surprised that so many people are into it. Manny liked it so much he ordered, like, the first four books. Okay. The graphic novel books for Sandman. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, also, uh, let's see. Ryan Reynolds. Yes, good Canadian boy, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, yeah, well, the worst comic book movie ever made is actually getting a sequel. I, I think I know which one you're talking about. R.I.P.D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got Jeff Bridges in there. Yes. I said to Manny, I remember taking him and Anastasia to see that at uh, the oh, AMC in Danbury. Sp- you actually spent money to go see it. Oh, yeah, went to it, matinee. It's a, co- it's a comic book movie, and it had a good premise. I just never saw it. Oh, it was so bad. But so uh, yes, I'm sorry Ryan Reynolds, about that. worst comic book movie ever. <laughs> I told Manny he couldn't believe. It. He's like, "Why?" I was like, "I don't know." So that's a little bit of news. And the last thing I saved last, I just wanted to bring that dude. Adam's family dropped a nice little trailer for the Wednesday show. I was gonna talk about so yeah. See, Violet says so it looks good. Fucking good. Pardon my French, but I cannot wait to watch that now. And I was surprised, like. It has Jenna Ortega in it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> My whole family's chiming in on this podcast. It's well, great. We should get that kid a microphone. Yeah, <laughs> get that kid a microphone. Well, Jenna Ortega, but then um, what's his name is Gomez Adams, and people are all up in arms because they're so used to the John Aston Gomez Adams, who's like the tall, skinny. But if you remember from the comic strips, Gomez Adams was this like short, wide, chubby little guy. Yeah, see, you know, that's the thing. I, I It did take me... When I saw the images, they did the images first. Me too. And then they released the trailer. When I first saw it, I was like, Luis Guzman? Like, really? Yeah. Okay. He looks kind of weird. Uh, because we all know the the Adams Family TV show that we brought up with and Raul Julia and yep. Tim Curry. And, you know, they've had some, you know, suave, not that, you know, Luis but even, Guzman even, is not, you know, a looker. Um, but even in the cartoon one, he was like comic accurate. Yeah. So I figure people would be used to it with him being comic accurate in the animated ones, but yeah, I he, mean people are just going to get up in arms over anything. Oh yeah, so angry typing guy. Yeah, blind, copy paste, copy paste, blind CC, blind CC. Um, yeah, oh, no, I can't believe they're doing this to my Adams family. Yeah, I know. Like seriously, like look, poor Rob Zombie put out that freaking monsters trailer, and oh. I love how he's trying to like piggyback on it, like. Hey, you know, uh, the Munsters and the Adams Family together on Netflix. It's like, yeah, dude, nobody's watching that Munster nope. thing. Nope. And I love Rob Zombie movies like Devil's Rejects and House of a Thousand Corpses. And when he's in his lane, that's great. And uh, that's what I said on the Facebook page is that yep. for the Wednesday one, I was like, okay, Tim Burton, you've put me, you've let me down with a few things. This is right up your alley. You can't mess this up. Oh, God, no. 
now. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, and I, that was one thing that came out that I was personally like, yeah, whatever. I, I'm sure it'll be fine. And, I mean, there's a bunch of trailers I watched, but that was the only one that I felt like was worthy of mentioning. Yeah. At all. Yeah. So. I mean, uh, it, that that is the only one I saw, really. There was. I'm, I'm trying to look on our page nah, or whatever. Fine. But So um, that that's about the end of my news. So. Word. John, you got any news? There she goes. <laughs> there she Ladies and gentlemen, goes. it's Violet. <laughs> Making a, hey, you want to? Can you grab in my seltzer out of the freezer and my keys? Yeah, see, we got a producer now. <laughs> <laughs> we got, we got an intern. Ladies and gentlemen, my beautiful daughter Violet. Oh, my keys are cold. Yeah, cold keys. Um, I, put, I put my keys in the freezer because I put my seltzer in there, and I was like, if I don't open it and you drink it, yeah, I don't want to forget my. The seltzer in the freezer. Oh, look, there, there, there she is right now. Hey, everybody. <laughs> What's up there, Donnie Darko? <laughs> the one thing I did see I wanted to mention before we started getting into movies and TV, I saw it and I literally posted it like not too long ago. Um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off spinoff. No. In no. development from the Cobra Kai creators. Oh, why? I was, yeah, I was like, look, nostalgia, I get it. Pardon now, me, French. It's the Cobra Kai guys, right? I remember when they announced that show, yeah. and I was like, okay. Yeah, I've watched them all. I've, I've watched, watched all of it. Yeah, well, season five coming up. Cobra Kai, do or die. That's one of the reasons I had YouTube in the beginning. But, uh, yeah, no, it's the Cobra Kai guys. They're doing it. Apparently, it's not It's not what you think. They They're doing a show... You know the two guys that took the joy ride on the car? Yeah. They're doing a show about that. About what, what, what they did on what their they joy did ride? What they did while they were, while Ferris was running around. Apparently. Allegedly. I'm like, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the well has officially run dry. I, I just, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, why? Did you, did you see the trailer for American Gigolo with John Bernthal? You can't protect him, Rick. It's a series what? that's going to be on Showtime, The American Gigolo, where he apparently is like a gigolo, and then one of his clients gets killed, and he goes to jail because like there's evidence that he did it, mm-hmm. but he was framed, and then he they find out he didn't, and he's you know exonerated and comes out of jail, and now <laughs> like he's trying to get his life back together. Will he do the head tilt? That's all I need to know. He does the head tilt through the whole thing. He's got to do it. I, I love the John Burns. I don't know, head tilt. honey. I didn't do it. Like, I've been I've been found innocent. We'll watch the trailer after the show. Everybody, you know, should what, go, you know what I'm saying. Everybody should go watch. You that. know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I do, yeah, I do. Does. Yeah, man, that's crazy. Um, yes, yeah, so I just didn't mention it because I figure you knew about it. No, no, I didn't know about American Gigolo. And also, the only thing I saw was that freaking Ferris Bueller. I was just like, okay. Also, stop. the the trailer for that movie, The Greatest Beer Run. The so the beer greatest run. beer run is um, I forget who's starring in it. It'll come to me, but I, I remember reading the story of this of all places on Reddit. Some guy posted this story because it was like his dad who did it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Zac Efron, and he it's during Vietnam, and it's in Philadelphia, and like he's just basically a fucking loser who doesn't. Everybody's off fighting in Vietnam, and he's like, "And what am I doing? I'm sitting here doing nothing." Everybody's like, oh, man, those boys, everybody forgets what they're doing over there. They get no recognition. I wish I could just buy them all a beer. And he's like, I'll do it. 
And like, what? He's like, I'll bring him beer. And he fills a fucking duffel bag with with um, PBRs. Nice. And as well, you should. Gets his way to Vietnam to go find all of his buddies from the neighborhood and bring them a beer in Vietnam. And it's a true story. They did they hit Ming Hing in the Donger Deli? They, they did. should have. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, hey pal, what's new? Go buy yourself a Donger Deli t shirt. Anyway, right. uh, plug, plug. True story. And it's a true story. True story. <laughs> so it looks that, good. That, it looks that does fun. sound cool. I mean, you know, uh, you know, I can't have a beer, but that's okay. <laughs> so PBRs for everybody. I, I feel like we have to save TV shit for last. You think so? Okay. Yeah. Well, why don't you? Because I watched uh, some movies. You did watch some movies. I did. Okay. Lay it on because I feel like we had, we were. I I swear to God, we do. Hey, all right. She's going upstairs. Bye, Violet. Love you. Don't have the good door. <laughs> oh, no. Should have said shut the door and lock it. Whoa, whoa, shut the door, shut the door. Um, um, so I watched a stupid little movie called, not stupid, movie called Look Both Ways. Okay. On Netflix. It's a it's a very like, you know, chick. I don't want to say chick flick. It's a date movie kind of thing. It, the whole premise is this girl hooks up with one of her good friends, mm-hmm. you know, for one of those like, hey, I'm horny, you're horny kind of things. As you do. And then she graduation night in college, she's sick. So her friend's like, I got some pregnancy tests, and she pees on two of them at the same time to double check. <laughs> and then the premise of the movie is it follows what life would have been like if she was pregnant and what things would have been like if she wasn't pregnant. Oh, that's interesting. So I found it interesting. Uh, spoilers, I don't know. Not that anybody gives a shit about the spoilers. Um she winds up in one scenario eventually getting together with the father of her kid. Okay. And the other scenario with this guy that she met. And Kat didn't like it because she's like, oh, I feel like she should have been with the baby daddy the whole time and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, but that's okay. That's what I liked about the movie is it wasn't this whole like, look, even no matter what she chose, she wound up with the same guy because they were meant to be together. And it's like, that's not how life works. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I don't really get into the whole uh, rom-com, romantic comedy right. kind of stuff because it's always just like, first of all, fairy tale ending. Yeah, what the thing? The thing I did like is in TV when we went with the uh, uh, hot wife, fat guy uh, oh, sitcom. Yeah. That was uh, that gave hope for King of Queens. Yes, King of <laughs> Queens. Uh, Mike and well, can't say Mike and Molly. Well, no, you can't say Mike and Molly. Well, according to Jim, uh, yeah. you know the fat schlubby husband. You know, I didn't like that. But with the hot wife, you know, I was like, it gives hope. And it gave me hope. And that's why I have. You know what I call that? What? I call that the Ed Vitakis show. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. Seriously. No. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Wow. So I also Shots watched, fired. <laughs> I also watched that Jamie Foxx movie on Netflix, um, Day Shift. Yeah, yeah. Like we a, were going to talk about that. He's Day a vampire Shift. hunter. Yeah. It's a fun show. It's a fun movie. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, hour and something. It is funny when you start looking at like the streaming channels like Netflix. It's like, wait, is it a show or is it? A, yeah. Is it a movie? I can't tell. And then you always and, get you know. that movie that could have been a show, but then you get those shows. It's like this could have been a fucking two hour movie. Yeah. I don't need I didn't need an eight episode fucking series on the anarchist that documentary series. Oh, yeah. Well, Netflix is famous for doing their documentaries in like five parts. You're like, okay. And big shocker in that show, The Anarchist, the whole fucking thing fell apart. (laughs) People died because they fuck with the drug, with the Mexican drug cartels. The one guy who was split off from the whole thing, I think I told you about that. Mm -hmm. He was like one of the guys who 
this one guy started this whole Anarchapulco thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the and other then guy the drug, and his the wife. The people came and they moved into Anarchapulco. And, and then the one guy who was helping the guy who just basically got boxed out by the guy. Uh-huh. He went to a fucking downward spiral and drank himself to death. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> So. I mean, it's it's called the anarchist. But I the mean. day shift was good. That's fucking Jamie Foxx. I'm like, why is he doing this freaking cheesy Netflix film? I don't, I don't know, man. Netflix is just like throwing money at just mediocre subpar movies. And that's what's scary is that when a movie like Prey comes out yeah. on Hulu, you're like, it's going to be crap because it's on streaming. Yep. It's kind of it, the way I look at streaming movies now is like the direct to DVD movies. Yeah. Where it was like, this or, ain't good enough to be in the theater. But yet again, Prey was amazing. Or as I said, it's like the uh, sci-fi movies like Sharknado. Yeah. It's like, but these Netflix ones aren't, I don't feel like they're putting the enough production into it no. to be blockbuster. But they're hiring people that you're looking at going like, how is this like, it's like a B film. Not even, a, I said it's like a B plus film. Yeah. It's kind of re- reminds me of, uh, I call it the Sirius XM model. Right. Where they have the satellite radio and they're spending five hundred million dollars a year uh, on Howard Stern, or just th- they get all this talent, these celebrity talents, and they pay them a shitload of money. It's just like, dude, it, it, it's like the voice, the, poor Manny with the voiceover stuff. It's like, you know, instead of getting somebody who's really good at acting or at you know doing a voiceover thing. No, let's get Justin Timberlake to be a troll. That's that's fine. Yeah, you know, like we don't need that. We need somebody. Well, they need the names to get people to kind of tune in. I guess you know, but like who at this point? They kind of, for me personally, I think they burn the bridges where it's like if I see that like the, the Adam Project, that one with Ryan, Reynolds, I'm like, I watched it, but I'm like, why is Ryan Reynolds, who's Deadpool free guy? is doing this movie. I mean, they probably pay him a boatload of money. Yo, boy, do they like, back up that money truck. Beep, beep, yeah, beep. Yeah, and it's just like, you think the movies, I just, I don't get the Netflix original movies. No. Um, you know. I mean, some of them are good, but I don't, they're not, should have been in the theater good. No. But they're not, you know, oh, late night sci-fi channel bad. And that's and that's fine, because like when I watch a movie, a directed whatever, I'm not, you know, sometimes I'm pleasantly surprised, like Prey. A lot of times I'm just kind of like, well, at least I didn't pay 20 bucks to see it, you know? Hell's um, to the yeah. It's not a big deal, but yeah. So Day Shift, what would you give that on the Palo meter? I'm going to say I'm going to go with a solid, for purely entertainment purposes, three pals. Ooh, three out of five pals? Yeah. It wasn't horrible, and it was really fun to watch. Okay. And there were like some like, you know, endearing fun moments that were like, you know, because the whole thing is he's got to get money. His wife's planning on moving with the kid and he's got to get enough money to keep them from moving and mm. shit. So it was what, something that I saw. And I was like, all right, you know, me with the zombies. Yeah, I'm I couldn't like, remember if you were like, I'm zombied out or if you were saying you were vampired out. But no, I'm, I'm definitely getting zombie fatigue. I mean, and if you look, it was very funny because he makes a there's a whole thing that happens between him and his partner mm. who anyway. That involves like talking about the Twilight movies. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. I mean, I, I you know it was funny because now my daughters um, are getting into the Twilight stuff, um, and you know Violet and, and they've read the books and they've seen the movies and all that stuff. And I'm just like, it's it's. 
I don't get it. I just don't get it. You know, I'm right, I'm an old right. school Bram Stoker Dracula. Like, what's this fucking guy sparkling well, in the corner? You know, but if they enjoy it, look, if you enjoy a movie at, as cheesy as it is, by all means, you know, I mean, some of the stuff I enjoy is probably, you know, poo pooed by other people. But hey, man, you know, uh, but the zombie thing. Yeah. I mean, like I said, uh, I'm interested to see the, the tales. Well, um, when that's coming up and all that. But. Well, saying that, there's a movie coming out, and I don't know how good it's going to be because I saw the trailer because on my next thing, Xander and I went to the movies and saw the new Dragon Ball Z movie. Ah. I, I had no desire to see it. It no. actually wasn't bad. Okay. I actually enjoyed it. That one I would also give a solid three stars, three pals, because not knowing that much about Dragon Ball Z, they mm-hmm. at least was like, this is this character, and this is what's happened in the past, and this is what's happened. And they went through like the first 10, 15 minutes was like all backstory. Okay. So you knew who the characters for the most part were. Nice. And, you know, you weren't like, who the fuck is that guy? Wait, why is he doing that? Like, who? So it, it at least filled that in. It was a lot of like, you know, your typical anime tropes. And yeah. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. See, I had daughters. They, they were never involved in the whole Dragon Ball Z and stuff. But, but I know you have sons and they you know oh yeah and manny manny watches a lot of anime but it was xander who's like dying to go see it and there was a trailer for it before for a movie called the invitation which is like after the death of her mother having no uh no other known relatives uh elvie i think that's her name takes a dna test and discovers a long lost cousin she never knew and was is invited to her newfound family for a lavish wedding in the English countryside, and they all turn out to be fucking vampires. <laughs> oh boy, <clears throat> vampires! And I think their last names are like the the butler is like Harkins, Harkness. Ah, uh, they're doing all that stuff. Yeah, they're yeah they're, they're doing the Bur- the Bram Stoker tie-in. So yeah, I saw that. Interesting. I did watch This Is Guar. Oh, what did you think? I really, I mean, normally that kind of a thing I'd have been like, yeah, I'm bored. But mm. just the fucking drama. Oh, yeah. And everything. I never knew, like, you know, that. I never knew that Guar started out as that one guy's movie project. Yeah. And then the other guy who they really like was, like, in a band. Like, if we can get him to, like, help us out with this, because everybody knows him and he's popular and his band is, like, the biggest punk band in the area. Yeah. And he just fucking took over. I know. And was like, hey, we should put all these costumes on and open up for the main band as a different band. Yep. And I was like, genius. Mm-hmm. But then, like, he fucking pushed him out. and Yeah, that guy's a little bitter. Yeah, which yeah. he should be. But know? he's back but with them. He is. They got yeah. him to come back for, like, one show or something like that. Yeah. I, it was his kind of brainchild. And then yeah. the band took over and just kind of, like, left I'd, him in the lurch. To- I'd be bitter, too. Yeah, I guess, but you know, it's not like Guar has sold gazillions of records, you know. No, but so. he made a lot of money off of merch, his own little secret merch shop. Oh yeah, yeah. It, that was, was a lot a, of that was a twist. There was a lot of drama in there, but yeah, it was. It's interesting to watch just a, you know, I hate to say it, but like a mid-level tier band, like well, how they. Well, came you about. set it up. You said <clears throat> they didn't. They they were like a performance art group. Yeah, and the band thing was like a secondary fun thing, and then all of a sudden it's like. At some point, we gotta start taking this music thing serious because people are coming to see us, and yeah, we're putting on a great show. But how long can that last? That yeah, blood and cum. I'm sorry, <clears throat> it's not cum because it's not a penis. It's a intergalactic cuttlefish. Yes, um, <laughs> that was my favorite. 
And they still have our cuttlefish in, in an evidence locker somewhere down there. Somewhere. <laughs> uh, so there's a lot of things I didn't know about that band that I learned from that film. So I did enjoy it. So thanks for that one. Yeah. But today I sat down mm-hmm. and watched uh, ye old movie uh, Black Phone. Ooh. Yeah. See, Violet and I have a date this weekend to watch it. Um, and I've been waiting because... We wanted to watch it together, and she hasn't watched it yet, so we will watch it. But what did you think of the black phone? Uh, okay, so I enjoyed it. It was very one of those like psychological crazy thrillers. Yep. I didn't find it so much horror because it... It's not there's gore. There's no gore. There's no. I mean, there's a little bit of blood and stuff like that, but not like splatter kills and all that shit. Yeah. No real jump scare stuff, but it's a lot of like... Kind of yeah, shit, which psychological stuff because the the sister is psychic, like she sees things in her dreams, and the father refuses to acknowledge that because the mother saw things in her dreams that she thought were real and wound up killing herself. Mm-hmm. And the father, literally, when the girl talks about her dreams and shit like that, the father beats the. There's a couple of scenes where the father is beating the shit Ooh. out of the daughter with a belt, Jeez. like horrifically. And at one point, he's just like, "You." No ice on those wounds, on the, on those whoopings, because I want you to think about what you've done. And it was all because like kids are going missing, and the snatcher, yeah, is snatching up the kids, and they know she's had like these like premonitions. So the police come and talk to her, like, "Hey, we're looking for anything," and the dad's like, "Why'd the police come to my work? Why'd the police come see you? What the hell are you saying?" What like, and he's like pissed off. Wow. And in one scene, like, she's beating him, and she grabs this fucking bottle of vodka, and she's like, you hit me one more time, and I'm dropping it. And she, he's like, you dropped that, and I swear to God. And he's, like, threatening her, and she goes, bam, and drops it to the floor, and he fucking loses it. That's what we used to call alcohol abuse. That's right. You can't. You, you don't abuse. You know, that's. So I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It it was a good movie. Um, they're praising Ethan Hawke's performance in this, but. I overrated. Yeah, he he's great. Don't get me wrong, but I don't. He's always good. But yeah. I don't think his performance is the standout performance in the movie. No, I mean I just think people <clears throat> see him in those weird masks and they're like, "Whoa, that's weird." Yeah, he's like, not yeah. even on camera that that much. I mean, he is, but mm. everything that kid goes through with getting the phone calls from the other kids who have died who are helping him. Here's how you fucking escape. Yeah, like I think that was a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, you just go with the star power and, and, and what you right. see and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, like I said, Ethan Hawke is always entertaining. I mean, there's a scene where this kid beats up the, the local bully mm-hmm. and it's this little Hispanic kid. And he's like, hey, you beaner, you fucking Mexican and all this shit. And the kid like goes, he's like, I should kick your ass. And the kid's like, go ahead, do it. He's like, don't make me kick your ass. He's like, go ahead and do it. And the kid charges at him and the freaking Mexican beats the shit out of it. This little Mexican kid. Beats the living shit out of him to the. And he's like in school. He's like, man, his teeth were sharp. Man, my knuckles bled all the way through first period. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn. Yes, I mean, I definitely want to see it. Check this it weekend. out. It's, yeah, I'm gonna give that a solid uh, dun, 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 dun. three and a half pals. Ooh, only because you know a little I me didn't... just popped out on the side there. <laughs> that's right. You're the ha- the extra. Greg is the half pal. I'm the half chub. Nice. Yeah, well, that's the half of a pa- <laughs> half of a pair of pals. Uh, yeah, just because. It, it wasn't to me. It wasn't a scary thing, and they kind yeah. of bill it as a horror. And I'm like, it's more of a you know suspense thriller kind of thing. And yeah, which is fine. You know, it's not like I need to 
Kate saw the trailer and she's like, yeah, I'm good because it involves abducting kids. Yeah. But there's no, like, you don't see any of the abuse of the kids other than the dad beating the shit out of the daughter. Yeah, so I can watch that with my daughter tonight and be like, huh, see, see what happens? That's right. <laughs> That's what happens when you As we used paint to call in it, the garage. The good old days. <laughs> so when you could solemnly beat your children. Those, um, those are my movie watches for the week. That's all I watched. Yeah, you know, I we were talking about it before where it's just like I'm trying to rack my brain of stuff that I watch no movie-wise. Kid. Really, for me, it's all been about the TV. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch much new TV. Yeah, well, there is one that we should talk about, um, you know, the typical uh, Marvel fair that just came out this week. I mean, coming up, there's going to be a ton of TV going on between oh, Game yeah. of Thrones, Game Lord of Thrones of the Rings. is what, tomorrow night? Well, Sunday. Mm-hmm. But, oh, yeah, that's HBO. They do that fucking... It's on HBO at 8 o'clock, so it'll be a lot uh, available to stream at 8 o'clock. Yeah. They don't do this midnight shit, which I hate. No. Well, they, that's the thing. Like, even with um, with the <laughs> Disney Plus stuff, people are like, yeah, I'm going to stay up till midnight and watch the latest episode. It's like, yeah, for East Coast, it's 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Although. I tried to stay up. I did. Really? See, I what I do with those Disney Plus ones is that. You know, I know I'm not going to make it to 3 a.m. or even midnight at this point, old man. But uh, I just wake up oh, super man, early. Look at myself. <laughs> you know, so like when uh, the show we're going to talk about, when that came on, I just I woke up this morning at like 630. And Me it's, too. it's fast. It's a it's a half hour, 35 minutes. It was on yesterday. I watched it. When it came out yesterday morning. Technically. Yeah. Thursday? Thursday no. morning. Oh, it wasn't this morning. It was... Today's Friday. Yeah. It, it came out like midnight on Wednesday, which means... Well, 3 Oh, so I, I got up early on Thursday morning Me and too. watched it. Whenever it is. So I, I, I do that with a lot of the Disney I've watched it shows. twice. You watched the episode twice? I did. I watched it the first time just because I, I found that like I want to go through it and see what happens. I don't want to be like distracted by all the little things and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, which, by the way, we are talking about, if you didn't guess, She-Hulk. She-Hulk! Uh, which... It's funny because with the, the latest slate of Disney Plus TV shows, when they first announced them, I was just like, Ms. Mm. Marvel? Uh, She-Hulk? Uh, both of those. Great. So far, great. I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed Ms. Marvel, and, even though I didn't think I would. Um, and She-Hulk, this first episode. I really hope this... Well, all they did was like the background. Yeah. But I'm really hoping it does go down... Like the avenue of what they're talking about, like, you know, She-Hulk attorney at law, yep. where it's more of like an episodic kind of with a major plot going along with it. Yeah. Like law show. Yeah. Well, they're, they're talking. It's like Ali McBeal. Right? You know so what? I'd be fine with that. It's an it's like, you know, breaking the fourth wall, uh, lawyer comedy, like uh, one of my favorite ones used to be Boston Legal with yeah. Dunny, Dunny Crane. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. You know, it's got the comic, but it's also got superheroes in it. And, and Go ahead. I'm sorry. The, no, no. The internet seems so split. Either they fucking hate it or they love it, and that's it. There's no in between. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fuck the internet. Yeah, exactly. Who cares? Um, no, with 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 the show, it's a, what I do enjoy about the Marvel stuff is that you're getting different takes of it. Yeah. You know, not everything is going to be like we talked about DC last week and the week before, where it's like everything was the same. Dark, gritty, gloomy, blah, 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 blah. It's like, this one's like a comedy. Uh, this one is like, uh, you know, this one's dark. This one's, uh, yep. you know, it's they're all different stuff. Um, so the She-Hulk thing, yeah. I mean, if you're not into, like, it's 
it's very sitcom comedy kind of stuff. Right. Which, you know, I'm fine with. You know, I'm not. I was never a big fan of the comic. Uh, I never really read it that much. Although when I was reading about the actual Civil War in the comics, she does play a big part in that. So I was like, oh, it's a She-Hulk character. Um, and apparently in the show, they said every episode has an end credit scene. That's It's cool. supposed to be like cameos galore. Well, that so, end credit scene, I was saving it. But when she does the whole, the whole premise of Cap's ass and all oh, that ass it's such a shame that ass should die a virgin he's like cap wasn't a virgin he lost it he yeah. had sex with a girl in, in the uso in 1940 whatever and then chris evans comes out yeah <laughs> how could you blow up my shit like like the he put out like a tweet of like three sad face and like surprised emoji yeah and then mark ruffalo <laughs> apologized for revealing cap's long dark secret yeah and i uh, like the end credits too where they they did it like a courtroom sketch and they kind of go over the whole episode like right you know, and they draw it like that i mean it's it's something that once again with marvel where it's like i didn't know i wanted it but i guess i'll take it and it's and keeping you from fast forwarding through the credits and going let me just get to the other scene yeah yeah exactly so i enjoyed it a lot um i'm interested to see where it goes yep um apparently there's cameos galore in it you know and they're saying every episode has that end credit scene like i said so there's going to be Obviously, there's going to be Daredevil. We saw that sure. floating around. Um, you know, Wong is in there. We've we've seen the thing with Wong. So it's oh. like a whole bunch. Oh, very good. Uh, <laughs> well, he's just got that. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, what? Oh, wow. Wong is like one of my favorites. Oh, Wong is the best. Wong, you know, he is the Sorcerer well, Supreme, everybody. But be, Don't get well, it twisted. He, he has to be in there because they've got um, Abomination. Mm-hmm. And there's that scene in um, is Chang it Chang Chi, Chi mm-hmm. where he's in that arena with Abomination. They've got that staged fight going on. Yep. So you know that's going to happen. Now I don't know if you've been following all the bullshit of people complaining like, "Oh, that's how she becomes She Hulk." Some of his blood drips on her arm. But now, I, I know that's I'm, not the way it goes in the uh, comics. Okay, I gotta point out though, I didn't think about it. But if you remember the uh, Edward Norton Incredible Hulk movie. Yes. He's been sending his blood to that guy in the lab who's testing it and everything. And at the end of that, the guy's like, we need to like use this. And he's like, no. And he gets all mad and smashes everything. Yeah. Guy gets a cut of his head. Blood drips onto his head. And his head starts bubbling like her arm did. And that's how he become. What the fuck is that villain's name? He's like got the Hulk powers because he got some of the Hulk's blood on him uh, and absorbed those powers. And his head becomes it's like the brain or something like that. He's like Brainiac, the brain Hulk. Brainiac. No, I know what you're talking about. So, yeah, there's there's but, there's different versions I, if you go into the comic right. lore about the. Hulk. And I know that in the comics, the way she became She Hulk was she got a blood transfusion from Bruce. Yep. But like this, the MCU Bruce Banner would never fucking risk that. Of course. he's not. I'm not going to put my blood in somebody. Who the fuck knows what's going to happen? He would never do it. So it's the only way it could kind of happen that yeah. could be explained. Yeah. And, you know, it's just... And then the spaceship that comes down, people are like, oh, it's the Ragnarok one. It is, because yeah. it's a Sakarian messenger ship, which, you know, I don't know. Does that mean that that's setting up Secret Wars? Or is that setting up something else where... Um, uh, what is uh, the, it, the, it? Probably is going to start Planet World, Hulk. No, World War Hulk or something like that. Yeah, World War World War Hulk. Hulk. Which means we might actually get a standalone Hulk movie at some point. I mean, if if Universal lets go of that stuff, oh, they have to. Yeah, or or you know what? They'll pull a fucking Sony and be like, "Hey, you can make what you want, but we get a cut of it." Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, they'd be stupid not to do that. I mean, I would like... You know, The Incredible Hulk with Ed Norton. I love that movie. It's, it's Oh, I did too. Yeah, I, people shit on it. And it's like, you well, know what? They were also talking about, like, if you watch the um, Disney Plus, the Marvel Legends. Right. They talk about, like, and they're doing all, like, Lady Thor and all that stuff. The Ed Norton Hulk, like, they just ignore it. Like, they're just like, eh. They take certain things. Out. I mean, you got Thunderbolt Ross. Right. Who's in it. Uh, there's that whole thing with Tony in it. So it, sure. that's what they were going with. But they switch characters. You know, it's still technically canon, but, like, nobody really – I mean, I thought it was definitely better than the Ang Lee one. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good old freaking yeah. uh, Nick Nolan. Oh, jeez. Oh, you're a crazy uh, guy. We got to get the whole – oh, jeez. Yeah, I need another 48 hours, Reggie. <laughs> Eddie, sing me a good night song. Fuck you. That's my favorite. <laughs> That's from another 48 hours. Oh, man. From 48 hours. Where uh, they're in the car, and Nick Nolte and Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. and they're trying to sleep in the car, and Eddie Murphy goes, sing me a song. He's like, oh, fuck you. He's like, that's, that's my, my favorite. favorite. Yeah. <laughs> what a classic that movie is. We don't so, talk about another 48 hours. We talk about the 48 hours. The 48 hours. I'm going to say, I don't know about you, but I'm going to give She-Hulk a solid four pals. I would agree. I would agree with that. I want to see where it goes. Um, I thought I was going to be bothered by the CGI. I know a lot of people complain that like she's not big and jacked and wide and everything like that. And it's like, does she need to be? She looks good. But, you know, I I love Tatiana Maslany as an actress. I've said this before, ever since Mm -hmm. Orphan Black. She played like 10 different fucking roles in that show and she was phenomenal in every one of them. Yeah, she's great. Um, Kate's like, I remember her from, she was in some Australian uh, TV show that Kate used to watch about a freaking farm with Quigley Down Under. No, 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 damn it. I'll find it later. Crocodile Dundee 6. But like, she's not going for that. Like, I said to Kate, I was like, you gotta look at like the fact that when Bruce is like smart Hulk, Mm -hmm. he's not 10 feet tall and 10 feet wide. Yeah. He's like just big. Yeah. And, and people, sh- people have a problem with all that shit. Same with like Smart Hulk. People are like, oh, I like Smart Hulk. And, crazy and, and I think the the how big fucking Hulk gets is directly proportionate to how angry he gets. Yeah. And since she's controlling her anger, she's just going for strength, not for f- brute force and size. Mm. She wants to stay a lawyer. That's what she wants. She doesn't want to be known as She Hulk. She wants to be a lawyer. And, yeah. and it's like, okay. And that's what I'm that's what I'm interested in with this show is that like you know that the balance of you know because you know in the comics she was an avenger and she was yeah. you know different things so it's like is she going to go that route is she going to stay with the lawyer stuff does she represent you know and it sounds like from the storyline from what we've seen in trailers is that she's going to be more of a like legal defense for the superheroes you yep. know like stuff like that which i think is interesting you know like you know even superheroes need legal representation. It's just mm-hmm. like uh, Falcon when he couldn't get a loan. I can't get a fucking loan. <laughs> you know, it's like, you're Falcon. You can't get a loan. It's like, well, dude, I'm just a I don't have an guy. income. Yeah, you don't have any income, which I always thought was fascinating <clears throat> in that. So, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to She-Hulk on there. You know, uh, other than that. I got no other TV. Yeah, I mean, that was the big one that came out this week. Like I said, you know, uh, Game of Thrones. Lord of the Rings, Andor, all that stuff's coming out soon. Like, Tales has started, you know, um, but we're kind of caught up. Um, 
for the most part, yeah. I mean, uh, Tails, I'm interested to see. Like I said, I'm interested to see the um, the Alpha episode. Oh, that's um, next. That's this weekend, right? Yeah, it's this Sunday. Sunday. Well, for, for the AMC Plus subscribers. See, that's what's always or weird us, about... Or us pirates. Yeah, pirate. Um, that's what's always weird about AMC Plus is that it's great to the fact that I get the stuff early and there's no commercials and I can kind of watch it and enjoy it. But you're always like a week ahead of everybody else. So yeah. like when you want to get that recap. Um, oh, the other thing. Yeah, go. I, what? I didn't bring this one up and I watched it this weekend. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know what happened. I think I'm having a stroke. Um, I watched the uh, the finale, the show series finale. Better of Call Saul. Better Call Saul. And? Now, I'm going to say uh, four and a half pals. Oh. Right off the bat. We're going with the extra half a pal over here. That's right. Throw me another. Boom. Throw me another Uncle JF in there. Um, <laughs> no. It's you. You're oh, it's ex- me. It's You're always the extra pal. Um, You're the half a pal. I am a half a pal. Um, no, anybody who is a Breaking Bad fanatic or, or Breaking Bad uh, people. I was say, a late oh, to the party Breaking Bad fan. It, so was, I mean, technically so was I. I didn't really jump on until season three. And they had, I remember at the time, AMC was doing like two episodes a week up to the Weird. season three. Um, and I, I caught up that way. Um, Better Call Saul. I mean, if you loved Breaking Bad, I don't know why you're not watching this. It's I think I won. Like I, you know what it was for me. Mm. I think it was season two when they were dealing with all the shit with his brother. Yeah, I was like, I, you know, I will say that once it it, it, it is kind of a slow burn. I mean, but the way they ended this show, okay. Um, I mean, all right, I. You could hit the spoiler alert if you want. If you haven't seen Better Calls, I don't know. Nobody's talking about it, which is really weird. Fine. Um, it's it takes place. You know, it's supposed to be a prequel, right? Now okay. I'm always like prequels, but I know what happens. Blah blah blah. But by the last season, they kind of catch you up okay. to what the present day is because you know Saul Goodman. <laughs> Uh, at the end of Breaking Bad, they always say, oh, you're going to ship me off to a Cinnabon in Nebraska. And he works as a manager as a Cinnabon in Nebraska. They show it in the in the oh, show. So funny. And it's all in black and white. You see him. His name is Gene. <clears throat> and he's got a mustache. And his <laughs> hair is like, and he's miserable because he's, he's out of the game. You know, it's yeah. like a mobster out of the game. By the time you get to this last season, um, not only do they catch up with the timeline of, him becoming Saul and then becoming the Saul that you know in the show, um, they also wrap up what happened after. So you find out what happens to quote unquote Gene, right? At you know at the Cinnabon, because what happens is that somebody recognizes ha- happens to recognize. Hey, him. you're that Better Call Saul guy, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, and he's just like he starts to freak out and he goes to call the vacuum guy again. That he's like, ah, you know what? Fuck it. They, one guy in Nebraska knows who I am. And it takes off from there. And the way that they ended the show, it concludes not only that prequel to say, okay, we saw who that is, but we also know what happens to Jimmy after. Uh, well, now he's Saul Goodman. He's a million names, right? We know what happens to Saul after 
Breaking Bad. And okay. It, it it ends it perfectly. One of the <clears throat> best finales of a show. I was like, you tied this up with a bow. Tons of cameos. I mean, you get the Jesse. You get the the Walter cameos. You get the. So you got to put that on your list of like best series enders. Oh. Because there's so many series that we watch that, like, the ending episode, you're like, seriously, that's what I fucking get? Yeah. Yeah, there's so many ones. I mean, I'm looking at you, Dexter, and Dexter New Blood. Um, boo. <laughs> um, you know, where there, you do get let down, but, like, there's only a few shows, and maybe we'll do a rank uh, eventually about best TV finales. You know, you got to put that up there. Yeah. With, you know, I think it, personally... I think it was better than the Breaking Bad finale. Like, yeah, the Breaking Bad finale was good, and they kind of, you know, they they wrapped it up. But, like, this show wraps it up perfectly. Okay. So if you haven't got on the Better Call Saul, get on Netflix, watch it. Six seasons. It's a lot. But if you are a fan of Breaking Bad, there's enough Easter eggs in it and enough callbacks, and it ties it up. Like, I I was happy because... I thought with prequels, always in prequel shows, they're going to show him as Saul. Walter's going to come walking in, and then that's the end of the show. Maybe I'll have to binge, like, seasons three through six. Yeah, I mean, you don't even have to. I mean, there's storylines in it where you see, yeah, the part with when he's Jimmy and he's with his brother, and it's, you know, you're like, okay. but That's season two, right? Yeah. Season three on, it's just like boom, boom, boom. And even that, like, you pretty much know the cast of characters. Right. So... Um, you get the Gus Frings, you get the Mike Ehrman Trops, you get everybody in it. You All know, right. so yeah, that's you've that's convinced my, me. Maybe I'll give it another that, chance. That's me. Uh, I just like just to circle back for a sec. Heartland is the show that Tatiana Maslany used to be on. Oh, okay. she was also on a show I used to watch called Being Erica, mm. and uh, she was on Parks and Rec a little bit. Nice, so, nice. Anyway, I think that's it though that's for it the for TV. TV. So what do we have left there? Uh, you know. We got this. Where is it? Where is it? My favorite part. Yeah. Boobies indeed, everybody. Um, we got the booby lights on. Yeah. You know, as far as new music goes, um, once again, through the Discover, they ain't a whole lot. Um, no. News-wise... Um, and I'm just going to bring this up because it's just uh, bring it. What is the deal with Machine Gun Kelly? I don't fucking know. Does anybody know? Does he have talent? I don't think he does. I don't see it. I don't understand. Wait, is it. he related to Ah Kelly? Because he's in Dutch. <laughs> Piss. Well, you, you see, you but that was not a nonsense. Um, <clears throat> no, I, I, you know, I did see some news about that. Um, that uh, he's been playing these shows. Now, first of all, he's playing stadium shows. How? I don't know. I mean, I guess he must be popular. He was good in that movie, The Dirt, that they did on Netflix. He played Tommy Lee. And okay. He, he, he was like spitting image of Tommy Lee. But he's been doing stuff. He's getting into like Bieber territory, and I oh. don't understand it. He's on stage, and maybe I'll post it after on, on the Facebook page of – he gets up there and he's just like drinking wine out of a glass and he's just like, you know, every time, every 10 minutes I go over, uh, they charge me $75,000. Well, I don't care. I'm rich, bitch. And then he breaks the glass on his head and his head's bleeding. I'm like, you're not 
like who y- you play a pink guitar like why i don't if any of our fans are out there if they, any of them stayed Wait, around we have we have fans we have a fan blowing in the background. Um, I can hear it. Anybody, just go on our page and send me a Machine Gun Kelly song and let me know, like, am I missing something? Yes. Um, I don't like to. Like, look, if you like specific stuff, I get it. Good on you. You know, hap- I'm happy for you. Uh, good times. I just don't get it. Uh, other than that, really, there wasn't really a lot of new stuff. I mean, we didn't really touch well, on the... Um, the whole Pantera thing that's going on. Don't know about that. You don't know about I that. I don't know. Well. All I've been hearing about is R. Kelly's retrial. I see. I didn't know about and, the R. Kelly retrial. That's why we have this podcast. And because, because, well, apparently what's happening is they're doing a retrial because, first off, there was tampering with the trial and the le- accusations. Uh, here we are. Allegedly. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly tampering with the previous trial mm-hmm. so there's a problem there so now they're having a retrial and they're having problems finding jurors because the defense is like well you can't put anybody who's seen the documentary on netflix true on the jury and the judge is like no i can and he they're quizzing people like how much of it have you watched and i I, might, I put my hand up i go i haven't watched one minute of that r kelly documentary I haven't either. I, I haven't watched. I haven't watched it. I don't give a shit. I can't stomach it. I mean, I, I didn't watch the Michael Jackson one. Well, that one is just disturbing as hell, too. And so, look, look, don't get me wrong. I love disturbing stuff. Please, um, but I don't want to hear somewhere. about. Yeah, I mean, when it I comes to about kids kid opening, yeah, kids opening their buttholes to show Michael Jackson. Uh, no, let me see the starfish. Yeah, I want to see it. Who drew the Dreamcatcher? <laughs> almost got him. Oh, well, he almost got him. Yeah, no, there was one guy that I used to work with. Um, you know, he, he used to, uh, he was very uh, out, as they say. And uh, somebody, you know, he had the whiteboard and somebody drew an asshole on the on the thing. You know, like a typical drawing a penis or an asshole. And he just comes walking in and he looks, he goes, oh, who drew the dream catcher? <laughs> I was like, that is the best. Right up there with Balloon Knot. Um, but- my favorite. But anyway. Uh, so the Pantera thing, I, I'm surprised you haven't heard it. Pantera uh, apparently is going to be playing shows uh, without the da- the the dime bag and and Vinnie Paul. I think I heard something about that. But there's someone filling in who's like, well, Zach Wilde is playing guitar, which he's a big you know paying respect to dime, which I get. And Charlie Benante from Anthrax is going to be playing drums. Okay. Um, both people very tight with the Pantera camp, and they're doing it. Um, I don't know how I feel about it because I was never a big Pantera fan, so don't bother me. Yeah, it was, but it was one of those things where, like, they it. they were such a horrible breakup with Pantera, and the Abbott brothers were like, "Fuck Phil," and eh, "Fuck them," and we're never doing this again, and you screwed us over, and then you know there was never going to be a Pantera, and now all of a sudden the Abbott brothers, both of them are dead now. And the other two were like, let's do Pantera. You're kind of like, is it really Pantera without the Abbott brothers? It's kind of like Van Halen without the Van Halen brothers. It yeah. doesn't make sense. So um, the jury's out. Like I said, Phil and Anselmo, uh, him and his 500 other bands, um, have been doing Pantera stuff. Right. Um, which is fine. You want to cover Pantera, it's well, your band. That's like you go see Morrissey and he plays some Smith songs. Yeah, and that's fine. It, you know, <laughs> if, if he's, it, but to go out as Pantera, Pantera and they're 
you know, they got the permission of the Abbott family and it's going to be a tribute. You know why they got the permission of the Abbott family? Yeah. Money. Somebody. Somebody needs money. Yeah. So the jury is out on it. I'd like to. I wouldn't pay a ticket to see it. I've never seen Pantera live. Me neither. You know, Far Beyond Driven, one of my favorite records. Um, But yeah. Jury is out on that. So let us know what you think about this Pantera reunion. Ain't nobody listening live. Yeah, that's all right. I do got to get an envelope and a stamp from you before before I leave. A self-addressed stamp envelope? Well, you can help me address it. I got to send our our good boy Jeff Steiner. I told him I sent him some stickers for his rebuilt guitar. Did you see those? Yes, I did see that. He rebuilt his fucking Mayapak Music, his first guitar. I'm, I'm fucking shocked he still has it. I, I mean, I, my first guitar was at Mayapak Music. It was an Ibanez Roadstar But do you two. still have that guitar? No. And I think that's the actual guitar he had. He's always had it. I still have the, the case for the bass that I first bought when I was a kid. And the um, fact that he took the time to rebuild that whole thing. And knowing Jeff, he's like, you know, the consummate nomad. Yeah. Like, where the fuck did he put that? That's what I said to him. I was like, dude, you got to send me, like, a reliable address. Mm-hmm. So I could send you a Hey Pal, What's New hardcore sticker to put on that bad boy. He's like, fuck yeah. Of course, yeah. If you if you follow us on social media, you did see that I, I did show my Hey Pal, What's New yeah. sticker on my bass, which I have one on the guitar as well. Um, yeah, man. You want some stickers? Let us know, man. We'll, we'll hook you up. I think I'm going to do a, another batch of those stickers. Those were great. Those and, are great stickers. And maybe uh, some pins. Yeah. So we'll get into it. Give it out the next uh, Critically Ashamed. One last bit of music news that I found that oh, popped up. Sure. Uh, Depeche Mode's back in the studio without Andy Fletcher. Really? Yep. I mean, I guess you got Dave. Yeah, have... he was like the major songwriter for that band. He's yeah, he's one of those guys where you're like everybody looks at the the singers and you're like, oh, it must be them, and it's just like because eh, we have heard that Dave quiet guy in the background. Yeah, we have heard Dave Gahan's uh, solo Ooh. stuff. Not bad. I I won't say it's horrible. Look, Martin Gore's solo stuff, I'll fucking listen to that over and over again. Yeah, Martin Gore is a classic. But, I mean, as long as they have Martin Gore and Dave Kahan, it'd be interesting to hear. I wouldn't mind if they toured. If they toured without Fletcher. All right, I get it. Um, They're making new music, though. They're in the studio. I mean, I will say, you know, without Fletcher, it's going to be tough. Um it's like Morrissey. I'll listen to his new stuff, whether or not I really get into it. There's some of his newer albums I'm just like, I could live without. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about it with certain bands where it just becomes the same sounding after a like while. Like they're just like, trying to get a paycheck. Yeah, like I, I'm a big fan of bands that on each record, they kind of change their style a little bit. You don't want to go like, all right, well, we're a death metal band. Now we're a polka band. But like, you know. <laughs> I'd listen to that. Yeah, but like stuff like... Even like uh, critically ashamed polka, yeah, you know. Um, but there is bands like or artists like David Bowie. Like he cha- he was the white dude. Then he became Ziggy Stardust, and then that, that, even Madonna. That Madonna. Movie's coming out. I know, I know. I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, you know, Madonna. Same thing. Every album, she changed her look a little bit. Styles a little different. Um, band. Even as dare I say, a Motley Crue. Like, Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> One minute she's riding naked on a freaking wrecking ball. ball. I love. I, I, I'm going to put it out there. I love Miley Cyrus. She I love the album that she six did. Six different kinds of crazy, but oh, she's always entertaining, she's, and she's always got good music. She does. She could sing. She really well, can sing. If what, you you if, know who our godmother is, Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. So that's and enough said. <laughs> she did a cover of Jolene. That's amazing. Yep. Um, 
And you know what? She has done like that album she did with the um, Flaming Lips. Yes. Dead Pets. I love it. It's great. I, I love Slutty But wait, Miley. when she did that, was it the rendition of Flaming Lips that had Steve from Blue's Clues in it? Because you know he was a member of Flaming Lips <laughs> for a while. Good old Steve. He's actually, I think he's going to be at, he's at New York Comic Con this year. Is he? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I know. Um, I just can't. You know what it is about Comic-Con and stuff like that? I can't pay to meet someone. I just no. won't do it. I see all the people like, oh, I wanted to meet him. I paid X amount of dollars. And, and Justin, God love Justin, he does that. But it's part of his business. But <clears throat> I'm not paying 100 bucks to stand like, you know, next to David Tennant to get a quick picture. And I I, I mean, the, the guy's got to make money. You know. I guess. But like I did... Um, when I went to Vegas to see Conor McGregor fight all those years ago. Yep. Because I was alone, I had the opportunity to do things that, like, just do anything. And the UFC, through, like, the fan club or whatever, was like, hey, you're, are you in town to see the, sh- the fights? And I was like, yeah. And, like, are you available this day to come to a, a focus group? And I was like, I got nothing else going on, sure. And I got to get a picture with and meet Mike Bisping. Nice. But it's like, you get in, pose, hey, cool, great champ. All right, next move. You don't yeah. get you got don't get to be like hey I think you're great uh, thanks for no it's like shut up move on yeah well they got to do that it's like all the you know bands right now to me that's not meeting someone meeting I met um, Will Wheaton yeah <clears throat> on the streets of New York City and I was like well that's the best when you meet somebody like that off the cuff like we talked about you met Jeffrey D Morgan right you know in a store somewhere and you're like hey Gun let's store. get a picture gun store no less. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, stuff like that, like, it's cool when you meet somebody like that and you get a candid picture. But, like, yeah, go up, pay 20 bucks, get a handshake and walk away. Bands do that a lot now with, with VIP things. Like, I did go to that Primus uh, a tribute to Kings. and But I feel like you get a little more time with the band when you do that, don't you? It's not like quick no, picture go. No, no, we had, well, I'll give it, like, the Primus one that we did, which my friend Fred took me and I... Thanks, Fred. He's freaking awesome. Um, it was one of those things where Fred we were going. <laughs> we, we went to the show, and I didn't know that it was a VIP because he had an extra ticket. He's like, you want to go? I said, sure. I love Primus. I've seen them a couple times. Um, and we're driving down there. So he goes, like, we're driving. And he goes, so what are you going to ask Les when you see him? And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like, he goes, no, we got the VIP package. I ordered it. I was like, wow. Now, the benefit of that. You know, you are paying a lot of money. Yeah. Um, and I was fortunate to just get a ticket. <clears throat> um, so I got the swag bag with the free shirt and uh, the picks. And they even had uh, Primus masks, you know, because it was COVID time. You, is, it, is, it's kind of worth it. Yeah. You get early access into the venue. <clears throat> you get the merchandise booth is right there. You're, you're only there's only like maybe 50, 20, 30 people. Yeah. 50 at most. And you walk in and you get first dibs at the shirts. You don't have to wait in the long line. You get to, you know, if you're a drinker, you can just go up to the bar. It's like the pregame show. Um, I'll take it. So it's a lot of money. But, like, it's kind of, it, it is always kind of weird. Now, first of all, Les Claypool is an icon. And I love, you know, I'm a bass player. So, of course, I love Les Claypool. I, I, I totally freaking Chris Farley that shit. I couldn't no. even walk up to him like, you remember when you did the thing with Oysterhead? Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> you know, like See, I if I if I met Les Claypool, I literally have been like, dude, all I know is for years mm-hmm. I was convinced you were in the residence. See, that would have been a good question. 
My friend did ask. Uh, he he did ask uh, Les, how exactly big is Winona's big brown beaver? <laughs> <laughs> well, which he got a kick out of. Well, um, when when I met Will Wheaton, it was on the street, and he was like walking by. I was like, holy shit, it's fucking Will Wheaton. I go, Will, oh my God, huge fan. Can I get a quick picture? And he's like, oh, I really don't have time. I was like, please, just really quick. My students are never going to believe that I met you. He goes, what, you're a teacher? And I go, I was like, yeah, but it's, it's the students in my gaming club that I do. And he goes, you do a gaming club? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I have to stop and take a picture with you. Oh, today. nice. Yeah. And he stopped and actually posed and took a picture with me. I was like, thanks a lot. My students are going to love this. You are the inspiration for us doing International Tabletop Game Day every year. And he's like, oh, that is so great to hear because that's his thing. Yeah. And... But when I saw um, George Takei on the street, and I was like, oh, my God, George Takei. I was like, George, can I get a picture? He goes, I can't really stop right now. I have some place to go. And he just walked oh away. I was, like, oh. I was like, you mother. I was like, all right, I get it. He probably gets stopped all the time. Yeah. I mean, you got to figure these people get bombarded, you know. But uh, yeah. I was I was tempted to hit Michael Keaton up, though, because I saw him in like Little Italy Chinatown uh-huh. in one of those like you know the, the like Chinese it's not even a restaurant yeah it's like you can get the window service or you walk in the door and there's like a counter that seats like four people and you can sit and we're walking by me and my students were down there for um, we went to the museum of the Chinese American History Museum mm-hmm. and to the Tenement Museum as part of like a club trip for the Eastern Asian Culture Club Ooh. so as we walk by this little hole in the wall counter service Chinese place I look and I go oh my god it's he's sitting at the counter just like eating Chinese food yeah and I was like it's Michael Keaton I was like you're the Batman he goes yeah and I just kept walking because he's eating I didn't want to bother him yeah yeah that's kind of like uh but I mean well I mean Michael Keaton man jeez I I so wanted to go in and I I mean Mr. Mom freaking Batman Beetlejuice do we need to list his resume seriously it's like listing Tom Hanks resume I know I know he's an American Uh, treasure yeah but sometimes it's good just to kind of give him the the the, hey whatever Um, and also I feel like they appreciate you going like hey Michael Keaton it's the Batman hey what's up buddy and walking away and not like going in can I get a picture I know you're eating I know you got noodles in your teeth yeah (laughs) It's kind of like, I don't know if I told the story on the podcast before. Probably. Uh, probably, yeah. But uh, the time I, I, I met uh, Stevie Wonder. No. Okay. This is a good one. Um, but it wasn't. It Bet wasn't, you had no idea you were a white. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. No. no, I was actually, I was on a business trip. I was going from New York to uh, San Diego. And we had a layover in Chicago. And, you know, I got all my stuff. I'm with my boss at the time. And it was like. You know, early days of flip phones, right? Okay. So I'm walking through, and we're, we're going, and all of a sudden I see this commotion, and I'm like, what, what, "What's going on over there?" And there he is, fucking Stevie Wonder. I just now Stevie Wonder. I'm like, I just wanted to run up to him and give him a big hug and be like, "Oh yeah, songs are the key of life, dude. You're, you're a, ama- you, oh, I can't even talk like, and." He's got security around him, and he's just kind of waiting, just waiting for his plane. He's just kind of standing there, and I felt so bad because everybody's literally taking pictures, like, right in front of his face. He has no idea. Yeah, and that's the thing because I went up, and I was like, oh, man, I would love to take a picture. All I had was this flip phone. I was like, I don't want to take a picture, and it's like my boss goes, he ain't going to know if you're doing it anyway. But Oh, my God. I mean, I just had to go, songs of the key of life. (laughs) <laughs> Stevie, you're my boy. <clears throat> um, that was the one that still to this day, I was <clears throat> like, man, I would have fucking taken a beating from security just to give that man a hug. And crazy. I think it was when I was coming back from, and nobody would know 
who the fuck this guy is. But I was sitting next to um, on the plane because I was like, I'm spending the money and I'm getting those fucking front row extra leg room. Was it? Ve- I think it was either coming back from Vegas or L.A. Yeah. For a union trip or for the McGregor fight. But I was literally sitting right next to Jack O'Halloran, who you may- I didn't know. I knew who he was. I didn't know his name. But it's the guy who played fucking non in Superman 2. Oh, really? Yeah. And I was like, why do I know you? And he's like, he's kind of distinguished. Yeah. He kinda... He's like, you ever see Superman 2? And I was like, yeah. He goes, I was not. I was like, oh, fuck, that's right. <laughs> it's it's really cool. Didn't say anything. Just yeah, a big I... bruiser. He was a, I didn't know he was a, a Golden Gloves boxer. Oh, no shit. And that's how he got the job. He was just a big guy with big fucking meat fists. Yeah. And that's what they needed for the movie. That's what we're talking about here, kids, is that, you know, meeting celebrities in the wild. Yep. Is the best way because it has it. meaning. It does. It's just like you know, you hear stories like that. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think of any. Who, other who wants like, to hear the? So you know, I I met Tom Cruise. Oh, where'd you meet him? Well, at Comic Con, I paid a hundred bucks to get a picture with him. Yeah. Did you talk to him? No, they wouldn't let me. I got to talk to him. I didn't bug him the whole flight. Yeah, like that happened, and I was like, all right, that's it. I didn't even ask him for a picture. Yeah, I think, and I think that they respect that. Where yeah. it's just like, well, and that's why with Jeffrey Dean Morgan, when I saw him. I didn't go up to him and be like, Jeff, can I get a picture? I went up to his, his assistant. He has a personal assistant. Yeah. And I was like, look, I'm a huge fan of his. I don't want to bother him. I know he's shopping. I know it's probably annoying everybody coming up to him. I was like, but do you, could you ask if it would be okay if I just got a quick picture with him? And if he says no, I completely understand. Mm-hmm. I'll respect his privacy. And he's like, he's like, yeah, hold on. And he goes over. He goes, and he looks over and Jeffrey goes, come on over. And I was yeah. like, ah. Oh. He just seems like the coolest. And, then, and I was like, I was like, Look, he, and I told you what I told him, like, you know, the comedian, he yeah. was perfect in that role. Um, but I said to him, we would go to take the picture. I was like, oh, yeah, let's get the picture this way. So we don't have a freaking wall of guns in the background. He's like, oh, fuck that. Let's get the guns. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. So those yeah. are the stories. Nobody wants to hear that. I paid 50 bucks to meet this guy and get an autograph. It's like, that's not. Yeah. I get that you got a picture with William Shatner and you got him to autograph your pop figure. Yeah. You paid like, 50 bucks for it. And you and about 70 other people. There's seven, nothing to me. There's nothing special about that moment. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like there's certain things where you get, you know, like I said, meeting people out in the wild. Yep. You know, even autographs. Like I was never a big autograph person. Me the neither. only autograph one I have is and it's <clears> special because my sister used to work sometimes she'd work uh volunteer or part-time at yankee stadium oh um you know doing the you know the beverage stuff and you know whatever selling beer you know not tossing peanuts and stuff she'd work like the boots you know um she had a friend that would do that and one time Uh. she walks in and she's looking at the guy and she goes i you know i don't know you personally but i think my brother would think you were like you must be, so she approached him. It was Ace Freely. Oh, <laughs> uh, and, I, and I have on a Yankee scorecard his signature to Greg Rock and Roll Ace Freely. Now I never met him, but I cherished it because it was just and that's an in the wild story. It actually has meaning. There's like the funny thing a is that she it. walked up and she was just like, I don't know who you are, but I could tell that my brother would think you were a big deal. Yeah. It's kind of like i know we're going down a rabbit hole here with all these different celebrity stories but it's like my brother who once worked at a shell station we used to go to the 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 shell and he'd work the overnights and he's a car pulls up and the guy's getting gas and my my brother's looking at him and he goes are you 
you look familiar. Are you one of my dad's friends? Because you look very familiar. It was the guy who played Maury in Goodfellas. <laughs> Maury's wigs don't yeah. come off. <laughs> yeah, it was Maury's wigs. And he got the signature and everything. And he was yeah. just like, it was a cool thing. He just, that one may have packed it. He just pulled in. And, and it was just so funny because he did the same thing as my sister. My brother was like, I don't, are you one of my dads? Because he looked like somebody, like my dad, you know, used to hang. We talked about him being in the, uh, the, the Mario thing. But yeah, it was just well, it was the, funny. The worst stories are, I mean, the worst, the worst meetings. I guess. Yeah. I guess the worst meeting a celebrity is when they're like you're like looking and you go, "Where do I know you from?" Yeah. You know, and you're like, "I know, I know you from something, but I can't fucking place it." And it's so embarrassing to walk up to them and be like, "Uh, what were you in?" Because I met how that could, guy. Yeah. Um, how could you do that? I couldn't do that to anybody. What the hell is his name? It'll come to me. He was uh he was in the movie Batteries Not Included, uh, and he was like the he was like the main guy. Um, here he is, uh, Dennis Boots Boots Okay, yeah, no, no, that's not somebody you brag about. Oh, I've seen him a million times. Uh, for those of you at home, Dennis Boots Akaris. and I'm like, I'm looking, I'm like, I see him, and I'm like, why do I? F-? And it was literally in Poughkeepsie yeah. in the park across the street from Vassar College. And he was at the college doing like a, a, a like speech and a, doing like an acting thing for the students at the college. Mm-hmm. And he was just hanging out at the farmer's market across the street in the afternoon. And I was like, I feel like I know you. And I was like, oh, my God. And I realized who it was. And, of course, my kid's like, Dad, you want me to get your picture with him? I was like, uh, okay. Yeah. But see, at the time, I couldn't remember his name. I just know, I'm like, I know I know you. Yeah. From Batteries Not Included. That's where I knew him from. And he's in so many other fucking things. <laughs> That's well, the yeah. worst. It's just like, I mean, we can go and talk yeah. ad nauseum about all this uh, stuff. Like, you know. I was Save some of these stories like, for next time. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, Michael Imperioli. You know, like all these different people that we Well, he's seen. from Brewster, isn't he? Yeah, Michael Imperioli. I think, I think so. he went to high school with uh, my brother's ex. No, he probably. He probably so yeah, did. I mean, there's a million stories. Anywho, uh, yeah, there's a million stories of meeting people. But anyway, yeah, I mean, we just went off the rails on there on we uh, did. celebrity sightings. But that's fine. That's what this show is all about. To I be honest with you, uh, talking about music stuff, really, there is uh, a Vulture Wake came out with a new song, another okay. single, uh, Ugly Kid Joe <laughs> again. Uh, I will say Clutch has a new song, uh, Slaughter Beach. Clutch is one of those uh, bands that, like, yeah, I mean. Uh, take them or leave them. They, they, no, I mean, I do really like them, but they're like, they're almost like a, uh, they're almost like a ACDC where you're just like, they just got freaking riffs and hooks for days. Highway. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, really, it's been mostly singles, even Billy Idol. Has a new single out. Stop. I hey, I, you could hit that. I thought they were dead, maybe. I don't think so. Nah, we know I knew, he's alive. I, I we know he's alive. Um, <laughs> I had a Lemmy moment on the way to fucking here. Because there was a sign on the highway. It's like, speed kills, slow down. And I was like, speed don't kill, and I'm the proof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good old Ladies Lemmy. Ladies and gentlemen, Lemmy is dead. Yes. Uh, he'll never be dead. He'll always be in our hearts. Good old Lemmy. Yeah. He was the one who said... Uh, we're the type of band where if we move next door to you, your lawn would die. That's right. <laughs> it's, it's, so. I mean, you have a song called Killed by Death. It's 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 poetry. poetry. So th- I think we did another one. I think we did. I think we really did it. We had a good time. 
We got through it. We got through another week. And listen, we got plans. Like the great Jason Newstead once said, I got plans for those millions, and it ain't for fucking sandwiches. And here's to sandwiches and dead lawns.